fair pay agreements are passed into law amidst a very fiery debate and a war of words in Parliament yesterday, it will now be easier for workers to band together and negotiate better conditions in pay. Now, the bill faced huge opposition from National and ACT, who vowed to repeal it. So what does it all mean at this stage? Well, New Zealand uh, Initiative Chair Roger Partridge joins me now. Morning to you. Good morning. What problem are FPAs trying to solve? Well, that's a good question because New Zealand's labour markets have been working very well over the three decades since compulsory collective bargaining was abolished in the old system of industrial awards. We've got low levels of unemployment, um, much lower than the OECD average. We've got wages tracking upwards in line with productivity. Over the last 30 years, uh, employees' share of GDP has been trending upwards. So you do have to ask the question, why now? Why are we why are we introducing or why are we going back to an old system that was failing when our current system is working so well? Yeah, are they even actually necessary given our labour market track record is relatively good, isn't it? They're not necessary and worse than that, they're going to be harmful because they're going to introduce a whole new level of inflexibility into the way our workplaces operate because Fair pay agreements bring a one-size-fits-all model to entire industries or occupations right at the time when the future of work is calling for greater levels of flexibility. Yeah. How can businesses prepare then now that they're in play? Well, there's a whole lot of water to go under the bridge yet. Um, It's going to be a field day for lawyers because the first question is what is an industry and what is an occupation? In the Fair Pay Agreement Working Group's report, there was talk of retail workers being in one industry. But is a a worker selling complex software in the same industry as somebody working in the high street selling clothing or somebody selling working at the supermarket checkout counter? So what we're going to see is a whole lot of demarcation arguments about where where are the boundaries of different industries and occupations. And even in the 1980s, there was this sort of complexity Um, clerical workers were covered by over 200 different awards. So there's every chance that we're going to get bogged down in technical issues about the scope of different industries and different occupations. The only winners in this are going to be the lawyers and the unions. Gosh, real headache for employers by the sounds of things. I mean, Acta National have vowed to repeal it. Uh, Will that be a priority for them if they're the next government, do you think? I mean, is is it sort of something you would urgently need to get onto? I expect so. The the only good thing that can be said about this piece of law reform is that it will be easy to repeal. It's a single bill, or it's now an act, uh, and and, and it can be undone and we can go back to the flexible system of workplace relations that has served workers and firms and consumers extremely well over the last 30 years. Yeah. What sort of rights do employees have, if any, if if 10% of the workforce says that's it, we want collective bargaining, the the other 90% literally have no wriggle room? That's right. It's it, it is it's highly undemocratic. Mm. Um, you, you could you could you, you might feel more forgiving about the system if it, if it, if it required fifty percent, but when ten percent, the lower of ten percent or a thousand uh, workers in a, in, a, in an occupation can dictate that the basic terms and conditions for all their fellow workers will be set in one form, it. it, it it, it removes the freedom of workers to negotiate their own terms and 
conditions with their own workplace. Exactly. It takes all the nuance out of it. And if you want a unique agreement, forget it. Uh, hey, thanks so much, Roger. Appreciate it. Roger Partridge, who is the chair of the New Zealand Initiative. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems. Or a but. I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.